1: Figured it out. I'm, Dana, trying to, go, I'm trying
2: to send a tweet before we start. Is it a good tweet or a bad tweet? Uh, well, I, I tweet it and then I find out if it's good.
0: It's not a hey fuck Tom tweet, is it?
2: No, I'll, I'll read it to you if I can get it. <laughs>
0: <someone. laughs> okay, well that'd be nice. Well, Dana, this is a great surprise. I didn't think, uh, oh, I'm I
2: here. Didn't think you were coming. I'm here. Here's then, my tweet. I once felt bad because I had no retweets. And then I met a man who had no ats. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Here's another one. When, when God closes a door, he opens a window. Sounds to me like somebody's pooping.
0: <laughs> See? And now, You should meet everybody, by the way, Dan. Yes. Uh, JB, sitting across from you. How are you? My son Andy, sitting hey. there at, uh, behind the computer. Hello. Mike Rasmussen to your left. Dr. Ralph Basham, to your right.
2: Hi, Doctor. My daughter's
0: here, too, but she's carving a pumpkin. I don't know why. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that nice?
2: You know, picking out a Halloween pumpkin is a lot like picking out a mate in your life. You search and search for the perfect one. Then you get it home and start mutilating it to fit what you really wanted. (laughs) Well, there you
0: go. Oh, the reason I asked you how long you had today is because Gilbert Gottfried's coming in at
3: 530. Where's Gilbert?
0: Gilbert's at the New Hope Cinema Grill.
3: Here, oh, what's I he am. doing?
0: Stand
2: up! Oh, we're competing. He, he just got into it. I don't
0: know Knitting. if you've heard.
3: I
2: didn't know. He, oh, that's funny. And John Oliver's in town tomorrow night too. It's quite a weekend. For Craig people. Ferguson's in town.
0: Is he? Tim Young's over at the House of Comedy. We got a lot of people in town. But you know, this is a great comedy town. So yeah, it's Minneapolis. He's got room. Yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, you were at one of the great comedy clubs in America, don't you think?
2: Yeah, yeah um, I'm at uh, Acme this weekend, and uh, it's one of my favorite clubs. I've been going there since I was a wee lad. I, well, first it started the Comedy Gallery. Yeah. Oh, the Comedy Remember Gallery. The com- yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was, first time I, I was first came to Minneapolis in 1986, and uh, at the gallery. 86. I know. Um, I was I was I, that we, I was here, and then there was another Comedy Gallery in. A neighboring city uh-huh. with a B. Blaine. Possibly.
0: Maybe Blaine. Maybe Mike, Blaine. is that right? Mike, you'd know where the comedy... Well, you know, you're too young to remember The other that. one. And, Dana, I, uh, I do believe... Excuse me. Go ahead.
2: Oh, just saying, And the other comedian was a young guy who no one had heard of called Andrew Clay. Andrew Clay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> before he became Dice. Became, before he became <laughs> Dice. Just Andrew Clay. Actually, just Clay.
0: in 1986, when you were at the Comedy Gallery, you did a, a radio show in town. Mhm, and it was brand new. It had just started, 1986. It was when I first started at KQRS. You came in. It was Scott Hansen? I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You and Scott Hansen came in. That was only 27 years. Ago. I know. <laughs> like, God. I know. It's crazy. It is unbelievable. It's did You did you? Uh, did you talk to Justin Severson today at, on on no laugh track over at Acme? I did. Yeah, that's a nice deal they have. Did that
2: there. came right up here? Lewis, it's one-stop shopping here at the converted mill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a converted mill. That's true. That's just the way to... Oh, there's Alex. Dana Gould, Alex.
3: Hello. Hi, Alex. How are you? Marvelous. How, How are was your you?
2: pumpkin carving? Painting. Oh, you're painting
0: oh, it. Oh, painting it.
3: I'm painting them. They're they, they're good. They turned out well. I'm excited. Why
2: don't you carve them? Because they're living things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, there you no, <laughs> ju-
3: carving's too messy. Paintings easier,
2: but I love the 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 smell of uh, when you there's I'm certain sure. Halloween has there's either Halloween is my favorite holiday. It's a wonderful it's, holiday. It's my Christmas, and you can learn things about people that you didn't know by Halloween. Just little things like, so Dave you going to the Halloween party? Yeah. What are you going to dress up as? A guy who looks like me, but who never killed a hobo with his car and didn't report it. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Interesting choice. Well, um, you
2: know, yeah, and. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's, the, there's a couple of smells. The smell of a, a pumpkin when you cut it mm-hmm, open. The mm-hmm. smell of a pumpkin when you put the candle in it. A different smell. Mm-hmm. And just a pillowcase full of candy. Just a, oh, yeah. oh, that oh yeah. That collective sugar bomb that you get when you smell that. That's, that's, I, that's good stuff.
0: I will tell you, when I was uh, six years old, grew up in North Minneapolis, very urban neighborhood. Six years old, I'm out with uh, my friend Mike trick-or-treating. Got robbed. No, <laughs> <a> true story. <laughs> we got robbed by about a thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah, he robbed us of our Halloween candy.
2: <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Is that
0: unbelievable? I'm the only person I know that was ever robbed. of his... I'm sure it's happened.
2: Yeah, but that's horrible. You know, because he's really robbing your childhood.
0: There's no question. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that.
2: <laughs> that's I, and, terrible, isn't it? Let's. Here's another thing. I I think it's called. You're what kind? Are you a
4: medical doctor or I'm a... A, a medical man? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
3: Medical man. Medical, medical man. Medical, a medical medical. man a medical He's man. not a medical doctor. He's, He's a, something but not else a medicine doctor. man. Let's be <laughs> <laughs> let's be clear
4: <laughs> well, on, on what kind of guy. What is, your, you are? what is your specialty? I'm a plastic surgeon.
2: You're a plastic surgeon. Yeah. Interesting. Why aren't you in Los Angeles? Why aren't I in Los Angeles? <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, good The people there are different. Well, I I will, I will their... tell you that
2: you go to Beverly Hills where there's so much plastic surgery. There is a wholly different race of people. That's right. Another that, species. Yeah, they don't look like people. They have, well, they do, but they have their own look. And and I, I'm not saying there's a certain absolutely. I know. It, I know. It comes with. I guess there's like a combo package that when you when you get like <laughs> yes. your breasts augmented, then you can also get your cheek, nose, and lips done. But they, as I've said, it's like women get plastic surgery to look younger, which would make. Perfect sense if one of them ever came out looking look, younger. Yeah. But they just look the same and they look like the girl from the band on The Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is so accurate. You're absolutely right.
4: Yeah. Or they look like uh, Madam from Madman Wailing. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Oh, Madam. Ooh.
4: Yeah. That's, they that's true.
2: That, they have that strange, they have that bizarre. Uh, that bizarre look
0: i have uh, we have taken just a sixty second break, but I have a very quick, and you probably know this story already, but just in case there 's a story about Whalen and Madam after Whalen died, you know, mm-hmm. so Whalen and madam for for younger people Now they were whale and madam i was, I almost said they Madam was a puppet <laughs> so I should point that out to people who don 't know who Whalen and madam are. Whalen was a a man, and uh, Madam was a puppet, kind of very old looking
2: puppet dressed kind of, Kind of, uh... He was Whalen Flowers in his day was right. m- medically classified as the world's gayest organism, <laughs> and Madame was like a Phyllis Diller kind of right. or for a younger audience, like a Kathy Griffin with white hair, oh. <laughs> an old something hag. It's very dis- that's very subtle. Oh, old Kathy. something that rhymes with hag. Hag.
3: Poor Kathy. <laughs>
2: Poor Kathy. She tries so hard. Kathy's fine. So. I dated Kathy Griffin. What? Did you I really? What was w- that like? met my wife at her house. Really? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, that worked out. Fine. All fine. It's all It's all fine. You <laughs> met fine. your wife
1: at her house? Yeah. And so this is, you went on a date with her, went yeah, back home.
2: We went on a date, went on a couple dates. We were friends, and then we dated, and then we were, we were friends again. And... Um, and then I went. Was at her house and a, a Christmas party at her house, and I met my wife.
1: She, she took you home, and you were like, "Hey, how about that one? She seems better." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: she doesn't have an act.
2: I'm, I'm in. What's the matter?
3: Computer just shut down. It did. Is not a battery? Uh, so here's the deal. I
2: get to hear this. Whalen Flowers so and Madam. Whalen
0: Flowers and Madam. They were actually on Hollywood Squares for a while. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had their own square. Were they Center Square? And then. Uh, the gayest organism on earth died and they read his will and he requested he be buried with madam madam is in his casket isn't that a bit eerie yeah, that, is that, that is like
2: bella lugosi being buried in one of his dracula capes yeah he, he was he was buried yeah. in his
0: dracula cape. yeah i told people and i'm very serious about this because i've been doing this for 42 years if you bury me with a microphone, I will fucking honk. Did you see Behind
2: the Candelabra?
0: <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. I've heard it's rather interesting. It's
2: fantastic. That's what I've heard. And i got to say, that's the sequel, Wayland and Madam. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sequel. I
1: believe your information was in error. <laughs> and Dana, Behind the... What? Because as Madam as is on display. <laughs> that's a different Madam. There's, there were two Madams. Are you sure?
2: There's, I'm sure Aren't there, there more always than one two madam. madams?
0: There are at least two madams. I'm That's sure exactly there is
2: right. more than one madam. Did you think
0: when Whalen Flowers' father heard that he had a madam that he was very happy about
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure when Whalen Flowers heard that his son's hand was finally up a, well, we don't need to go down that road.
1: Can you guess what he died of? Connery. Um, I would say I pneumonia. Think, it, I think you can guess what. Does pneumonia. it rhyme
2: with blades?
1: <laughs> yes, it does.
2: Uh, well, aw. it
1: rhymed with blades-related blancer.
2: Right. Well, here's <laughs> <what I think. laughs> nice. Subtle. You raised him well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. When 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 uh, when Blades first came about, yes. Uh, uh, oddly enough, right around the time I first came to Minneapolis. That's true. Uh, Christian conservatives said it was God's punishment against homosexuality. Yes. yes. But when a tornado tears apart Oklahoma, they never say it's God's punishment against wheat farming. Some of them (laughs) do. They're they're very quiet about tornadoes. GMO wheat. See, I think it's still God's punishment against homosexuality. Because if you look at it, God sees the world from a great distance. Uh And from far away, farmers dress a lot like lesbians.
0: That's true. Very and good And I think
2: God just sees bib overalls and work boots and says, let him have it. Because let's just say, for the sake of argument, that we are governed by a mercurial invisible giant with a lot of grudges. What is more indicative of his wrath? a biologically transmitted blood disorder, or a magic whirlpool in the sky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's what it is. Too. I'm sorry, but that's One what it is. One looks a
2: lot more like the work of an omnipotent being than the other.
0: I do love the fact that somebody would be so arrogant as to think they know what God's up to. Sure. And that God hates everyone they hate.
2: Right. I love that. I also love that they know in the, that the people who believe the world's going to end while they're here. Yes. It's been around for billions of years. It's just been waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's waiting for me to come yeah. along. Ted oh Saunderson, plumbing <laughs> wholesale equipment seller from Mankato.
0: <laughs> That's all over for you. Exactly. Yeah, the arrogance there is is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. It's all it is, too, is just... Just blatant
2: arrogance. But the same goes for fundamentalist atheists. No because, question. Because, no like, doubt. you're so stupid. You think you know what happens after you die. You're such a moron. I know what happens after you die. It's nothing. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I've. Uh, this has always been my argument. There's no way that my dogs can conceive of my computer. Right. Their brain cannot conceive of it. Correct. It doesn't mean that they can't be in the same room at the same time. That's often happens. <laughs> That's a,
0: yeah,
1: it's true. Dogs do know, however, to ignore the computer because they don't understand it.
2: Ah, well put.
1: So eventually, I mean, you get them as puppies, you move your cursor around, they'll paw at it. Mm-hmm. But then once they're older, they're just like, I know, it's just the box of nothing. Who cares?
2: Yeah. yeah, but then it's like they get in there and then suddenly a bunch of like Petco.com box of squeaky toys show up. And like, gosh, don't, 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 don't do again.
0: You know, there's one, uh, one sign that I have to tell you about, and you should take this as a, as a compliment, actually. The fact that Andy will talk to you means he thinks you're really funny. Oh, good. <laughs> or the opposite. <laughs>
3: he feels bad he for you. The opposite. So he's trying to... It's, kind of, it,
0: it's really kind of uncomfortable because once in a while we'll get somebody in that Andy doesn't think is funny and he just won't talk to them. Why is that,
1: Andy? I I don't do it on purpose. Well, I still a, do it.
3: Just don't like well, you. Well, sometimes do I'm you
1: know? doing other things, too. I mean, I got a lot of crap over here.
0: He's a
3: busy man, Dad. <laughs>
0: By the way, Alex, you're sitting in the wrong chair. I know it's usually your chair, but on Fridays, a lot of people depend on JB and Andy sitting together so they can set the contrast on their screen for the
2: live
1: (laughs) live stream.
5: Deal with it. All right,
1: here we go. I found a list
2: of interests. Ebony and Ivory has been in my head.
0: Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for ten years or one hundred and fifty thousand miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes twenty four hour roadside assistance, lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, you have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back.
1: Dates predicted for apocalyptic events. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, I there's no way I'm going to be able to count all these. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, there no. are literally like at least a hundred. So uh, yeah, people are pretty big on that whole apocalypse thing. <laughs> I think Dane is right. It's because I'm here. It's all. Everyone about it's wants all to feel go. important. Right. It's absolutely. That's well, true. But well put. not everyone is important.
2: No, that's the thing that. Uh, and here's another thing. Like. Um, People always say, like, look, you can accomplish anything if you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they just say that to make sure you leave high school because yeah. <laughs> well. it's actually not true I can assure you no. I said I had to speak a friend of mine had a film class and I spoke at it and I said you know they say that you can believe you can do anything if you believe in yourself that's that's just clearly not true and the teacher goes you can't tell them that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's
0: true is that you know I never I don't know much about the secret but they tell me the secret is I anything. just listen
3: to it on tape so isn't I'm that here. supposed
1: to be like if you really believe something yeah, will if happen, you wish will hard, happen. hard enough it'll happen well, it's well ridiculous. no it's just that's how you explained it to me a few years ago. Kind
3: I... of, but now I've listened to it on tape, so oh, I have a better okay. understanding. Oh, okay. It is a little bit of you know, if you want to be a millionaire. She was like this weird Australian yeah. British accent lady, okay. and got kind of like, shut
0: up. This is a Minnesotan saying. There's a After weird a accent.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <What> a- <laughs> it's the fir- it's the- hey now. It's like a Steve Martin bit. Hey, First, now. get a million dollars. Now. No. no, wish, yes. no wish <laughs> you had a million.
0: No.
3: But it was like, if you get a million dollars it's because you let your subconscious mind attract the million dollars like yes, you wanted yes. it so yes, badly and that and so the universe allowed it to happen and then if you lose your million dollars it's because you let your subconscious let it go and not
5: so you Care enough
3: about it, but if you you can get a million dollars back by having your subconscious, oh you know, well, it was kind of like you could control the universe by your subconscious mind, and it's like I get part of it. It's like you want your subconscious mind to be mm-hmm. positive and welcoming and all that kind of stuff, but I don't think you can. I thought
0: just she was my daughter, nanny That sounds like a lot
2: of doo doo. I <laughs> think there is
0: I don't pressure. think you can receive
3: a million dollars just because you want it bad yeah, enough. No, but
2: there, are, yeah, I think there'd be a lot more millionaires. But there is yes. the theory that people. Do um, You know, like It's not uh, not rare for Like a star football player Just before the Super Bowl Does something And now they can't play That's thing. true And the reason is Subconsciously They do not feel That they are worthy Of playing in the Super Bowl And that. if they do play In the Super Bowl It violates their self-image And that is an existential death mm-hmm. So they have to Subconsciously subvert it So that they don't perform in the Super Bowl. Well, then how could,
1: how do you explain, I can't find my lucky mug so the Dodgers can't possibly win? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
3: a different thing. That's just a simple
2: fact. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but it's a lot about control. It's like, I'm yeah, afraid I'm yeah, going to yeah. stink in the Super Bowl, so I will make sure mm-hmm. I don't play.
0: Uh, since 1991, for Alex, for ni- since 1991, yeah. I've been secretly wishing that I could run faster than JB. And it's never
5: Doesn't happened. Work. Although you I've never to...
0: seen you run.
6: You might yeah. not be able to run that fast. You've never, we've never raced, so you don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. That's I, a... I may run with a limp. That's a <laughs> <laughs> you, I, no, I do have to Watch ask you about perfectly. that. Walks perfectly. Runs <laughs> with a limp. <laughs> with <laughs> with <laughs> a limp. Were Somehow. you offended by this
0: high school kid and what he said? Uh, do you know about this? No. Uh, I can't remember where it was. It's not important. Andy can look it up. High school kid was uh, doing a seventh grade, he was doing the booth for a seventh grade football game. And he plays Madden... NFL 2012 or whatever it is it's literally every you pick a year you got a yep. name of a game and he he repeated a line that he had heard on Madden NFL 2012 the 7th grade kid that was running was Haitian and the kid said over the loudspeaker he's got that running away from the cops speed
3: wow. Wow. are you kidding me
0: and apparently that's on Madden NFL 2012 <laughs> But the school wasn't too happy with them. Saying. You know, I've never heard that term before. <laughs>
2: their... well, I think We're there's a reason away. for that. Well, <laughs> you know, there's also, they just had the New Jersey uh, governor's debate. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Cory Booker, uh, who's African American, mm-hmm. and his opponent, I don't know his name, but he's a big Tea Party, a hard right wing conservative. And Cory Booker was the former mayor of Newark, New Jersey. Right. Uh, which is large uh, African American population, and the guy said all of the tax money for New Jersey goes into the big black hole of Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> but I'm not sure if he, if I give him the benefit of the doubt that he, did he really mean that? Don't worry, I would vote for Cory Booker anyway. But it was like, was that a mistake? Or is that an unfortunate coincidence? Ooh. Or is that really uh, what they would call in politics a dog whistle? <laughs> You're saying something for people to know what I'm really... You know, that was always the uh, in the Republican Southern strategy in the 70s and 80s. It was always law and order.
6: Law and order, yes. Been.
2: More, yes right. white, have been a more white policemen. Split. That's right. Could have or, been. or maybe he just didn't want to play in that Super Bowl.
0: Yes, exactly <laughs> He didn't right. want to play well, in that sir. Super Bowl. We well, I have a question. Now, New Jersey... It's a very Democratic state, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a working-class state. Yeah. Right? So how would a Tea Party member ever win there anyway? He's not. No, it's not going to win. He's, He's not going to I mean, there a no Republican sh- can win there.
2: Yeah, but not uh, a Tea Party. Yeah. No, no. no way. There's no way.
0: I uh, I did enjoy your story from last week. Speaking of big black holes, what was the program? <laughs> was kept, kid here? No. <laughs> a kid? Now, there's a reference. <laughs> Let's talk a little LBJ. Okay. <laughs> <Eartha Kitt. laughs> There are like three people in this room that know what the hell I'm even talking about. I know the name. Eartha Kitt was went to dinner once she was at the, the White House. She was the first Catwoman. She was the first Catwoman. Oh. She went to dinner at the White House when LBJ was president and did nothing but bitch about his administration. <laughs> yeah.
6: And this is a man who, for, forwarded civil rights yes. more than any other president. Yes.
2: Said we shall overcome in the State of the Union in a, in a, in a live television address. I uh, know the State of the Union. I think. Uh-huh. Um, I interviewed Eartha Kitt on uh, Live One Hundred and Five in San Francisco when I would substitute for Alex Bennett sometimes. Oh, okay. And uh, she was promoting. This is uh, so that story that you just said, which I actually did not know, but it fits perfectly okay. with uh, the. I said uh, she was in the Eddie Murphy movie Boomerang, mm-hmm. and I was like, so tell me what was it like. Uh, to be working with Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy has his friends. <laughs> if you are not one of Eddie Murphy's friends, you do not talk to Eddie Murphy. That's a perfect <laughs> impression. Okie okay. doke. Okay. 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 That is a
0: perfect impression of Eartha Kitt, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's All a right, perfect then. impression. I'll
2: shut up, Miss Kitt.
0: <laughs> what was her big song again? Oh, um, Santa Baby. Santa Baby.
3: Santa, she Santa also, uh, ba-
7: Have you ever heard? Santa she has Baby. the most annoying version
3: of Santa Baby was, ever. She was the original, though, I think. Santa Baby. It's like... <laughs> Shh, Eartha. Santa baby. Eartha. Miss Kit. Nope. Listen. She was
1: not the original. She wasn't. No. Andy's just going to argue with everything I say to her. Yep.
3: He's just proving you wrong. Let me guess. Uh, can I guess something. the original?
1: Oh, wait. Yes. Actu- well, where am I she didn't write it. She did perform it, though. Do you need more volume? Yeah. So her or less performance volume. was the original, Andy, but it you, was original. you give Dana more volume from his headphones? Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, excuse me. How's oh, no. that? Thank is you. that better? Mics are going to go up, too. Yeah.
2: I'm going to guess... The first version of Santa Baby for a million dollars
1: was <laughs> secret million. Was it Peggy Lee? Hanson? It was Hanson. Yes, no, the group Hanson. He guessed. Peggy? I don't know who that is. No. I love She's, Peggy a Lee. She's a great singer. She's a great singer. Eartha Kid actually did record the original, but she didn't write it. Oh, oh no. Well, well she, yeah. Original she, recording. Did I say yeah. writing? Get no, out. She, no,
2: one said <laughs> you. no one said she wrote it.
1: Well, also with Henry Renee. So you didn't mention him, did you? He sang. Poor Henry. Oh, because he went, ba do, Right. If I could just take a minute,
4: 100. please don't cloud these discussions with facts. <laughs> 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 it's not what things, things, we're interested of all, in. Of all
3: things. Uh, but, so there,
0: you could be in the Tea Party.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, there you
2: go. That's another problem. That, the issue is not that Eartha Kitt didn't write Santa, baby. That's we the a spending problem in this country. <laughs> we have the spending problem under control. And the black holes. We don't want Obamacare, <laughs> and we can't open the government until Obamacare is default. Well, hang on. It's not bad anymore. We've changed it.
0: We've changed it. We changed yes. it we can
2: not open the government until the $6 million man has a movie remake.
0: Oh, God, please don't do that.
2: Johnny Depp has to play the $6 million man. With a lot of makeup and stuff on Aww. his face. But
0: please don't look like Captain Jack Sparrow if you're going to be the $6 million man. Because Tonto looked way too much like Jack- Captain Jack I
2: think. Sparrow. I think, here's the thing. We talk about our budget deficit. Mm-hmm. There is one thing for which this nation has a profound surplus. And we will have it on November 1st. And that is... Unsold Johnny Depp as Tonto Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. I went into the Spirit that's Halloween store, and it was just row oh. upon row. Tonto, oh. Tonto, <laughs> Tonto, what were they thinking? <laughs> Johnny Depp as Tonto? Why? Uh, well, so, that movie, I did not see that movie, but it was, uh, uh, it was just one of those like you just got it wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah.
4: No one wants to know. I contend that that character is an extension of. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Sure. That same yeah. character. That would make sense. All same kind of character.
2: This, it's all kind of the same thing. And he really needs to stop putting stuff on his face.
0: No question. Great actor. He was yeah. so funny. Did you see Life is Short? Life's, Life's is Too Short. Life's Too Short. Uh, uh, Ricky Gervais.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When Johnny
0: I... Depp walks in and turns over. The, the fruit bowl, because he's angry with Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I it, eh. <laughs> it was very, very good. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Dana Gould. Dana is at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. Is it 8 uh, and 10.30? 8 and 10.30. 8, so 1030. 8 and 10.30, I want to make sure. Two beautiful shows. Two with beautiful a
2: very shows. funny April Richardson, if uh, people are fans of Chelsea Lately. Oh, yeah. one of the regulars on that show. How many people does she have on
0: that show? Every.
3: I've been <laughs> featured. <laughs> yeah. I'm <Everyone> pretty but, <laughs> sure.
2: Everyone but me.
3: Yeah.
0: You know, you're not Too on bad there for you.
2: I've never been on.
0: Well, you I'd be love on to that.
2: go on. I'm, I'm egalitarian.
0: Children. Egalitarian? I like that. Egalitarian. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are. It's true.
2: Um, Johnny Depp, by the way, in what, my second favorite movie of all time.
0: Mm, let me get, I'm trying to think what that might be. Your second favorite. Yeah. Well, well, let me...
2: First of all, what's your what's your favorite? Ginger Lynn's Girl Girl Hits. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the original Planet of the Apes. I didn't say the oh, best the movie. My favorite movie. Oh, no, no, I understand. Ah, okay, yeah.
0: this is Charlton Heston. Yeah, yeah. Th- that one. I've never seen it. I don't Shut know why... Shut the front I, door. I, is I, that true? You can say fuck if you want. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I have never seen Planet of the Apes.
2: Oh, it's fantastic.
0: Really? Oh, it's... Yeah, the first one, I would agree. Yeah. first
4: one's a good... Well done. Great. Very well it's done. It's just
2: the best... Did you watch... Are you a fan of The Twilight Zone?
4: Yes. I love the, the Twilight Zone.
2: It's the best, biggest version of The Twilight Zone. Oh, it is? It was written by Rod Serling. It was... Was it really? Uh, the I screenplay think... was. It was based oh. on a book by Pierre Boulle, mm-hmm. but it was written by Rod Serling. And uh, it's just the biggest... It's the Twilight Zone if they made a movie. It's just like a big budget Twilight Zone.
4: Particularly the ending. The yes, ending. Yeah, so, so Rod
2: Serling. Rod Serling. Pure, pure Rod, Rod Serling. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You know that I aspire to be Burgess Meredith in The Twilight Zone be all by myself with broken glass. But you don't break your (laughs)
2: glass. I have all these books, but I can't can't read them. You get to read them. Stack of unread New Yorkers.
0: Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilsky. Great to have you here, Michael. Tom, it's always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important?
4: Well, two things. First is a locally owned and operated bank. We move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state. We're making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Now that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty.
0: Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me.
1: You brought up Paul Rubens because no, oh, it's not called Home of the Drudge anymore. What's it called now? They released it as the Computer War Menace Shoes. Oh, the
2: Computer War Menace shoes, right? Okay, mm. it was Home of the Drudge when we wrote it.
1: But uh, <laughs> inside scoop, we never <laughs> missed Pee, Pee- <laughs> Wee's Playhouse. Never
2: brilliant
0: show. As a matter of fact, you guys got uh, you guys have it, still have it in the box set, don't you? Yeah,
5: yep.
0: The box set of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, that whole thing just really pissed me off. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Do when they go there? Yeah, you know, that's uh, what they do.
2: And if he wasn't who he was, it wouldn't have been. No yeah. question. Yeah, it was sh- and he, no, we, um, my wife worked at HBO, and we, you know, knew him, got to meet him, and uh, we ended up taking our kids to see him live when he did it in Los Angeles two years ago at the Nokia Theater, mm-hmm. and then now uh, we took our kids backstage, and they he took them out onto the stage, and they were at the time they were like nine and seven or something, and uh, they sat in cherry. And the puppeteer was still in the chair, Very. so it just put its arms around him naturally, <laughs> oh, and they just sat there. Na- and but to them, it was like, why wouldn't it do this? It's mm-hmm. charity, right? Like it yeah. never entered their right. minds that it was. And then we had a charity event at our house that he came to. I think two months later, and he came in and she's like, "Hi, Pee we want to see my room?" And they, like, they showed him there. But it's like my kids think, like, like, "Yeah, well, you know, we saw Pee Wee, then he came over our house and, this, and we showed <laughs> and him the yeah. bed. Yeah, it's actually see, not how it works. <laughs> for as of then, I think people."
0: About, what, 35, 36, 37-year-old man. I thought it was very funny that the chair's name was Cherry and the floor's name yeah. was Flory. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious.
0: It's because it, it's just an obvious, nice, yeah. because that's what a guy like him would come up
2: with. Yeah, the, yeah, the first one you'd come up with.
0: I just think it was, it was just so much fun to watch that show. I found that script,
1: by the way.
2: Homer the Drudge? Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, who wrote it? George, my- no, well, it wasn't George, I'm Mayer. on the
1: uh, the lines right now, so I'll okay. I'll relay those and then find out. You'll double back.
6: That's so it impressive. was
1: uh, so Homer. He pops the bubble. Right, and then it cuts back to the HQ. Right, number two says, "Why did you think a big balloon would stop people?" And the scientist says, "Shut up. That's why." That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Shut
2: up. That's that, why. that's my See, line. You know that's funny. That's so weird. <laughs> That's so that weird. Shut up. That's why. That's what it was.
1: Oh, it was written by Schwartzwelder, John Schwartzwelder, yep. a genius, crazy, crazy genius. Andy, you should have written for this. you should write for The Simpsons.
0: You'd be very Still good. Still there.
2: Shut up. That's why. Shut up. That's, That's why. what it was. And that <laughs> was after like two hours. And then there was. I'm not. Li- I'm, uh, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. We had one where it was a. F- it was one of those tri story episodes that different stories took place in different time frames. Mm-hmm one of them took place in tom sawyer america yeah. and we were coming up with a store name for a for a store and we started off with pelts pone and beyond 4 hours later we settled on pelts pone and beyond <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that the one with hard tack corn tack pone tack yeah. tack
2: corn yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that was and and i remember george meyer was running the room in that day and we were just sitting there and it was just like he was really—he was not happy with Pelts, Pwn, and Beyond, and he wanted something better. And I'm telling you, four hours, we just ground into that. And I was like, fine, Pelts, Pwn, and Beyond. <laughs> <We> <laughs> what? And he just said, like, the joke won. The joke won. Well, we lost. But that's good. We thought it was fine. <laughs> hey, you know what? The joke
1: wins. thats a, It's a good joke. That's why it won. We thought it was fine. You'd well, be is surprised. Um, there is a Simpsons Wiki article on Pwn, Pelts and Beyond. That store Jesus. that you see in one scene, in one episode. I'm sure. History. Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn bought one jug of whiskey, three plugs of tobacco, and some extra-strength opium for two cents at the Pone Pelts beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer and Finn thought it was expensive, but the merchant compared it then to the 99-cent store. Which was another joke where the 99-cent store was where all the aristocrats bought their furs and stuff. Because, sure, because yeah, it was a very high-end Yeah. End. yeah.
2: There was a. There was a. This is a. This is <laughs> how. great, great, great This is how brilliant George Meyer was. I always tell this story about it, just the way George thinks. We were doing. I don't think this joke ever got into the show. I don't think the bit ever got into the show. Our Homer was falling off a roof and he was falling off a se- and bounced off a series of balconies. Is that not balconies, but uh, uh, you know those hooded uh, canopies that oh, stand awnings. awnings? Thank you. Awnings. Oh. And he bounced off a series of awnings, uh, and then landed in a truck. It was carrying pillows, a dump truck full of pillows. and yeah. fell. A, we called it a Rube Goldberg. Yeah, I remember that scene. Yeah. Right. And we're trying to end it. And, uh, there's like, and we literally like five, six hours. How do we end this thing? How do we end this thing? A train full of popcorn. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And finally, George goes, what if he lands on a open truck carrying, and we pan down and we see the truck is carrying marshmallow fluff. It's stenciled on the side of the truck. And he's fine. And then after a beat, a bunch of scorpions come out from under the fluff and start stinging him. <laughs> and I was like, that's certainly not something I would have thought.
1: <laughs> Let's go with it. I think uh, you actually ended up going with uh, he fell. He saw the truck with the pillows. The truck pulled away, and behind it was a truck full of mousetraps.
2: <laughs> That's great. Oh, Andrew.
1: As I can tell you, he knows every second of every yeah. Simpsons. Well, Much back before my... Netflix, I would just DVR three or four shows and watch them ad nauseum. Yeah, just yeah. dig in.
0: Yep. Well, they're just, they're, to this day, it's just hilarious. The the characters, see, we're, we're being polite and not asking you who's going to die. because I don't know. They, I honestly they don't probably
2: wouldn't
1: tell you. Someone's going to die on The Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. Is it Maude? <laughs> Maude's going to die again.
2: <laughs> She's, She's going to die again. all
1: over again. She's going to re die. They think it might be Sideshow Bob.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Or,
1: because I'm sure Kelsey Grammer is sick of the character anyway. That How, the, why would you be sick of that? That's a great character. Going, yeah. That or a the
6: grandfather.
1: They think. Abe? Yeah. Abe. Yeah. A- 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 Abe hasn't really worry. been in, I mean, he hasn't been a major character in a while, so that makes sense. Yeah, I think Sideshow Bob's more likely.
0: I just I think Sideshow Bob's a wonderful character. I
2: can just see them in the room going, <clears throat> "Let's who, just kill him."
1: Yeah. <laughs> who do we care least
2: about dying? Well, it's just, well it tells us how much can you do with them that you've not done.
1: Well, it. I suppose. Yeah, that's, that's true. Because yeah. every single episode is more or less the same right. plot. Cape Fear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Alex, our daughter over there, went to a, an that's arts me. high school, <clears throat> and she was a dance major. Oh, I know
1: what you're going to say.
0: And there was a okay. young woman oh, from, yeah, I, I think, South Africa. This she was, was my... No, she was white. No, she
3: wasn't. Oh, was but then. she was from South
0: Africa. Oh, but was she?
3: She was from South Africa. Oh, and yeah. this was at college.
0: Oh, that was a college. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Exact copy of Sideshow Bob's haircut. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm not kidding you. It was Sideshow Bob's haircut. And it wasn't intentional. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. She just had she that try hairstyle. To have
3: sideshow Bob hair.
0: <laughs> we have a caller, Andy? Yep. Who's a caller? It is Mike from Blaine. Oh. Dana, you're gonna love Mike from Blaine. He he asks the best questions on any show anywhere. Okay, but he's always hired in hell when he asks a question.
7: I was gonna say I fear your statements are ironic. <laughs> hi, Mike. I don't know if I hi, hi, Dana. How you doing? Good. All right. So uh, I don't know if I can live up to the best questions thing today, but I'll I'll give it a shot. Okay. Um. So for my first one, um. When you were on The Simpsons, were you one of the Ivy League guys or one of the other ones? Writers. I, I was one of
2: the other ones. I was. Uh, I was hired by Mike Scully, uh, mm-hmm. who did not attend Harvard, and he went out of his way to hire people that also did not attend Harvard, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was me. I went to the University of Massachusetts State School.
7: Because I heard a story about like the dynamic of the room that it's just like a line of Harvard guys, and then it's everybody else. Yes.
2: You're right. (laughs) But how do you know within three seconds whether or not somebody went to Harvard? They'll tell you.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) They will
3: Hey,
0: Andy, how did you know that? Andy knew that. In three seconds, yes.
2: Mike, what are you doing? But there was a great line about Harvard that was on the show that Jace Richdale, who did not attend Harvard, wrote which was con- where there was a fantasy that Bart was graduating Harvard, and the guy says, congratulations, Bart. You have just graduated from the most expensive and, therefore, best school in the country. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, as
0: long as you agree with your professors, you're good to go. Yeah, exactly. That's I just have go never go. understood why that education is so revered, because all you do is sit there and go, yes, sir, yes, sir,
2: I yeah. agree. Well, it's also, it's like, if it's such a great school, how come all it turns out is guys who write cartoons?
0: <laughs> or presidents. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know. Uh, Yale him. and Harvard. Oh, him. Oh, him. Yeah, exactly.
2: But, I mean, yeah, uh,
0: how many presidents in a row from Harvard, Yale? Don't look at me. Oh, I don't – not a clue. There's Clinton
2: a didn't go to Harvard.
0: Clinton didn't go to Harvard or, or to Yale. Yale? He,
2: I don't think he
0: went to Yale either. He was a Rhodes Scholar. Yeah, he was
2: a Rhodes Scholar. Went to Oxford. Oh, went to yeah, Oxford. To Where did he
0: go to college? Andy? Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Where did he go to college? That's what I'd like to know. He will,
2: oh. went to, I know he was in what? Oxford.
0: Hey, no, I know he was at Oxford. He was a Rhodes Scholar, definitely. And then My, I
2: think it was in – and went to DeVry. Yes, yeah, so went to DeVry
0: <laughs> And then I think uh, North American University, one day, one night, Saturday's The, stevens, all
2: right. the stevens College. National, <laughs> National American
3: University. University. Oh, National American
0: University. Georgetown University. Georgetown. Georgetown, uh, He's a lawyer. Sure. That's everybody, including Paul Mercurio. What did you do? I love Paul. I do, too. Paul's one of my favorite guys in the world. How do you not? Yeah, now, how do you I not?
2: That, uh, see, I think, just to talk politics for a second... And then, we'll, uh, then we won't. I actually think that Chris Christie could beat Hillary Clinton, but I don't think he'd get the nomination.
0: As a as a Republican.
2: Yeah, but I don't think he can get the nomination
0: because he's because he's not Tea Party enough
2: because he's not a caveman. But don't you think? he that, believes in math.
0: <laughs> don't you think the Republicans have to move away from that bullshit? They can't. I will tell you this, Dana. I, I am so yeah. sick of both party or all parties. Sure, I didn't say I both. Agree. Just I, uh, yeah. all of them. You just. Make me sick. I, I, all of you. I
2: agree with I agree with all of I agree with that completely. And I and I'm a very centrist person. I will say this: all the newscasts now that go, you know, both parties. No, this has been caused by the Republican Party. The government shutdown was caused. Well, yeah, it was not it, by the Democrats. No,
0: I agree. You're absolutely they right. They wanted,
2: about that. they used a the budget process to blackmail the president into overturning a law. It was legally passed and approved. It was forty people, too, right? Right. Total of forty people. The end. The Democrats mm-hmm. didn't want to do it, right? The, in this particular case, yes. There's full. There's there's crap and sugar coated crap, but mm-hmm. in this case, it's, well, both parties are not involved in this problem.
0: I didn't know there were set, There have been seventeen shutdowns of the federal government. Mm-hmm. I, didn't know, I didn't know there were anywhere near that many. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry. You had another question, didn't you?
7: Yeah, I got uh, three more, if that's all right. Well, three more?
1: Dana's going to be here until like 8 o'clock. Well, we it's gonna have to be done by 5.30, so... Oh, it'll be <laughs> done.
7: Well, if you get back to me whenever... No, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. I got to meet somebody. Boss, whatever. I got to meet a man uh, about a dog.
5: <laughs>
7: <laughs> okay, um, so you were the voice of Gex. Yes. Andy,
1: Gex, Andy, the M 64 character? Yes. That's rather odd. Ah! I never thought I would meet Gex or hear anyone talk about Gex. And now
3: you have. Now he's After excited. After 2002.
1: <laughs> and now you have.
7: <laughs> oh, there's Mike laughing. That's that, that's that
0: marijuana laugh.
7: <laughs> All right. So also, he was he was in The Aristocrats with Gilbert Godfrey. Yes. 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 You can talk about that here. when Gilbert's Gilbert, on.
0: Gilbert will be here in about 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So. All right. We don't
2: speak. And... <laughs> <laughs> we don't ever Did speak. Did you write Gex? Yes, me and my uh, uh, frequent writing partner, Rob Cohen, mm. uh, wrote, we, did, we wrote the jokes for Gex, not the game. I, I well, Yeah. Right. Did you code Gex as well? I did well? code Gex, yes. <laughs> it was lovely. Uh, I, I frequently uh, – uh, people bring their game and I sign their game. Really?
1: Yeah. And the, the entire is game is the – it's the writing. Yeah. I mean, that's what made the game. Yeah, it's
2: funny. We had some really funny lines in that. There was one line. I'm not sure if it went or not. You'll get – it was – you know, Gax was just me just doing different voices and different characters and stuff. And he would frequently do Johnny Carson. And uh, there was one time where he was in a river and these crabs kept attacking him and that was a thing – and he said, I don't think we were allowed to use this, but it was a, I haven't seen this many crabs since Elkie Summer's hot tub party.
0: Elkie <laughs> <laughs> Summer. <laughs> a beautiful woman, no question. Mike, you're up again.
7: All right, so uh, I guess my last one is, when you were on Suddenly Susan, did you get to meet Clyde Phillips?
0: Oh, Clyde Phillips. I love Clyde Phillips.
7: Yeah, but who, I met everybody, but which one was Clyde Phillips? The executive producer, showrunner guy. Oh yes, and I'm sure I did.
0: Clyde's a great writer. Very, very. He's got uh, Nurse Jackie and uh, oh, is that him? Who's <laughs> it? Nurse Jackie and
1: Dexter. Dexter.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, 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 he, yeah, but he started out on Suddenly Susan. <laughs>
1: uh, I started on uh, Suddenly Susan Parker Lewis. He was yeah. yeah he yeah. wrote Parker Lewis Can't Lose, which All I brought right. up, and he said he's heard like two people bring it up ever.
2: Well, uh, David Chase from The Sopranos, mm-hmm. uh, his first show was Kohl's Shack, The Night Stalker.
0: God, Col yes. Shack, that was... uh
2: And I met him at a HBO party, and I was I'm a big fan of Col Shack, The Night Stalker, and he couldn't believe That's it.
0: Darren McGavin, right? Yeah, yeah. and he goes, yeah. did, you
2: watch, did you watch that show? I go, yeah, I love that show. I oh, did. that was a great show. Uh, and I said, actually, I just watched one the other day. He's like, does it hold up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: does it hold it up? Funny, go, yeah, it does, it does. see, <laughs> his first writing credit was Trapper John, M.D., oh, Good Lord. So yeah. <laughs> Good Lord.
2: David Chase or, Ch- or Clyde, uh, the other dude?
1: Clyde Phillips. Clyde Phillips. But his first major writing uh, writing role was Parker Lewis. Parker yeah, Lewis, wow.
0: yeah. yeah now, if you ever get a chance to meet to <clears throat> Clyde Phillips, you'd really like him. He's a brilliant, brilliant guy. No, he's just very funny. We had him on before the uh, ALCS started, uh-huh. or the AL playoffs even started. And he's a huge Red Sox fan. Uh-huh. Huge Red Sox. He's from, ba- ba- right. from Boston. <laughs> he, he, he tried to get it out. He said, "Yeah, the uh, the Sox they're playing. Uh, they're playing the Rays. There's something about the Rays that I yeah.
3: It's like they drive me crazy. They uh...
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't come out with it. It was, it was wonderful. That's but, so funny. Mike you got it.
7: Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Thanks a lot, right. Tommy and Dana. Thank you,
2: Mike. I, Thank you, sir. I feel like I've accomplished something today. I don't kind of like, know about that. I've but. sated you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've sated you. Now, that's a very good Vincent Price word. I've sated you. I
2: heard a great Vincent Price story <laughs> yesterday. You did? On the plane. I love Vincent Price. I'm on the plane flying here yesterday. I don't want to brag. I don't want to be treated differently, but frequently I take airplanes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you fancy? And I'm sitting
2: next to this guy, and we're talking, and and, and, and this Guys, is like, I know you. And, and after a while, I was like, you look familiar. And I'm like, well, I'm on TV. And he goes, no, that's not it. Uh, and he <laughs> uh he moved me. Uh, he moved my wife and I into our house. He's a, he was, has a company called The Moving Doctor. All right. And he was like, yeah, I moved you. And, and, he, and he knew who I was, and that's why he remembered my face. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah. So we were – and, you know, we had a long flight, and we ended up talking. And we uh, somehow we're talking about Vincent Price. And this uh, – this gentleman uh, that I was talking to worked as a caterer, and um, he's, uh, how we used to say, a confirmed bachelor.
0: Confirmed bachelor, yes. <laughs> sure you know what
2: I'm saying. And uh, he met uh, Vincent Price, who was there with his wife, and uh, he was yeah. married. Mm-hmm. But uh, to quote a friend of mine that also knew Vincent Price, Vinny didn't care what side of the road he drove on. <laughs> So he meets him in surprise. He goes, Mr. Price, pleasure to meet you. And Vince Price like, takes his hand and he like, has his hand and he holds his hand and then he has his other hand on top of his hand. That sure. kind of thing. Yes. And he goes, it's such a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and he, the whole time Vince Price is holding his hand. Right. Well, doesn't like it with his hand. And he goes, I will be your waiter tonight. And he tied his hand and he went, of course you are. <laughs> Such a weird thing to say. <laughs> of course you of are. Of course oh, you are. Send back the wine. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wonder,
1: that's a wonderful voice. Did you do Vincent Price on The Simpsons?
2: I did not do Vincent no. Price on The Simpsons. Dan really? Castellaneta did oh, it. Oh, yeah, of excellent course. Job. Really? <laughs> yes, and he did an excellent job. I do do, ha ha, do do, Thank
0: you. Thank you. Very uh, much. If
2: you ever hear Don Knotts, it's me. I love Don Knotts. Oh, yeah. If you ever hear Don Knotts, it's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when it was uh, when he talked to Chief Wiggum through the TV. The, yeah. No one knows the stresses of the boys in blue. <laughs> <laughs> Avenge me! Wait, now you're a ghost? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me.
0: <laughs> you know, one of the great characters of all time, but Barney Five. Early, uh, I guess it was Monday or Tuesday this week. I'm sitting around the house. I will watch Andy Griffith's show it I comes love on. That yeah. Show, I just love it. Right? And leave as it too. to
3: Beaver. Just...
0: <laughs> and Barney thought that, that that Andy was hitting on Thelma Lou, so he oh, he no. called Ange? and he called Andy's girlfriend, who was not. Um. What was it, Ellie Mae? Not Ellie May. That no. was a different... Oh, uh, what the hell was his girlfriend? Hang name? on. Anybody remember? I'm going to let you figure it out. Because it, it, <laughs> was, it was actually not her. It was a different girlfriend. But he thought it's that... Cora, Thelma Lou. Thelma Lou was, was, uh, was Don Knotts' girlfriend. Oh, okay. yeah. Was it, it was something. I'll uh, find <laughs> it. <laughs> but Barney Fife calls up Andy, because he figures if, if Andy's hitting on Thelma Lou, oh. he's going to hit on Andy's girlfriend. And he calls and he goes... Ellie, it's Barn. I'm coming over and I'm ready for action.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just br-
0: That show is very, very funny. And to
2: that end, and uh, I say this as we approach the Halloween season, uh, uh, a, and, and Gilbert will, Gilbert will agree with me, and probably have more, know more arcania about it than even I do. Uh, the ghost and Mister Chicken. Ghost yes. of Mr. chicken. Great underrated movie. movie. Great movie. Yeah, very nice. underrated
1: movie. Are you talking about Helen Crump? Helen,
2: Helen Crump. Crump.
0: But it was yeah. before Helen Crump. It was not Helen. It was
2: now Helen. Now Helen. <laughs> Ellie Walker. Ellie Walker. Ellie Now Ellie, Ellie, you can't go out with Barn. <laughs> <laughs> <Lynch. laughs> we used to do in the writers' room at the Simpsons. Me and Mark Wilmore. One of the writers we used to do, Uh, Mark is very funny. He played a black Archie Bunker on In Living Color, if you remember those Mm -hmm, sketches. mm -hmm. He does a great Andy Griffith impression, and I am not doing Andy Griffith. I'm doing Mark Wilmore doing Andy Griffith. Uh, but we would do the day Martin Luther King staged a protest in Mayberry. It was like a long, protracted sketch. And it starts with uh, Martin Luther King refusing to leave the counter at the tip-top diner. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and he goes, and there's a fly in the buttermilk down at the tip-top. you better get down <laughs> Now, and then Andy shows up, now, Dr. King, you made your point. Everybody's real aware of your but we can't have any protest here, and maybe <laughs> <laughs> want to get rough with the man. No, we ain't gonna get rough. But we ain't gonna look, ain't be in the eye anymore. Either. <laughs>
0: God, who was I just talking to that uh, made the point that Andy Griffith and oh, it was actually it was Gilbert, right? It was Gilbert Gottfried. He, I, I just talked to Gilbert on Monday. And he made the point that Andy Griffith and, and Francis Bouvier hated one another.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. See, that's great. <laughs> it's very uh, funny. Great. Uh, because... I hate that old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't in a
6: Piece of
0: shit. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months. I remember one time when I was 16 years old, I was dating dating this girl. Well, not dating, I suppose. I hung out with this 16-year-old girl. How old were you? I was 16. Okay. (laughs) I was 16. Oh, by the way, this is the same girl that I went to pick her up to go to the tip-top or wherever we were going. Right. And her father answered the door. And he said, "Uh, so you're Tom. I said, yeah. He goes, "Uh, I understand you're Roman Catholic. I said, yes. He just slowly shut the door in my face.
2: That's fantastic. <laughs> it's like, that's a while ago. She yeah. was a uh,
0: Missouri Synod Lutheran. That's oh, like a
2: thing. I don't know. It's uh, like, like <laughs> really ca- strict Just like Lutheran. a Catholic. <laughs> the not too far. They, they the God's, Latin liturgy and everything. Yeah. They're God's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> they are God's favorite.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at me. He did not want his daughter going out with a Catholic. I will never forget
2: that. Yes, because you'll take your orders from the Vatican. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's exactly
2: right. Tonight, then, go under the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the Pope Irish? <laughs> Why is, it, is the
1: Pope because Irish? Because I don't in know an Italian yeah. accent. No, it's not It's I what's. I think it's tonight. The,
3: you get to the second base. <laughs> Dad could do the Italian accent. Actually, well, no apparently,
0: jong did a wonderful Italian pope. No, apparently,
1: Missouri that. Synod has two point three million members. Is it? So. It's very strict Lutheran, though, <laughs> yes. isn't it? Oh, you know about, well, you're from St. Louis. You oh, yeah. Know. Right. So
0: you'd be you would know the guided. There's <laughs> no question about that. But uh, I do remember, that. and I was probably talking myself out of uh, the fact that I wasn't going to hang out with her anymore anyway mm-hmm. because her father slammed the door. He didn't slam the door in my face. He just slowly closed it right. in my face. But I had a dream about her a couple of days later that we had both gotten old and she looked exactly like Frances. <laughs> so I was kind of like, hey, that's Bidding. okay. Let her go. Because you look like Aunt B anyway, so what the hell. You
2: dodged a bullet.
0: I just love that, how you talk yourself into things later on. Like, oh, I didn't want to hang out with her anyway. Yeah, oh, Bullshit. You what that's a complete lie. She had a
3: weird left eye.
0: She did. There's no question about it.
2: I always thought that would have been the greatest response to 9-11 was if we just all got together as a country and decided to just psych out the world and just go, Yeah, we did not like those buildings anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> those three thousand people, we never liked any of them anyway. Yeah, they were all jerks.
2: Yeah. The, exactly. But the world would be waiting like for from for like then the longer we didn't do anything the more they'd get freaked out. They're gonna do something, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you probably know. true. Then we just start subtly just doing things like just sending all the presidents of the all the other nations just like pictures of owls <laughs> just slowly ratchet up the mind fuck <laughs> <laughs> owls do have why, look why like an owl that. you know <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, you, you will know yeah you'll know you'll who, know soon who There's does a small the small graduation hat
0: who does the commercial now with the the female owl and the male owl? And she keeps bringing up some somebody and, and the, the male owl. She talks. She has a human voice, and all he says the whole commercial is "Who?" I think it's, 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 it's Geico. It's not all. Not oh, it's all Geico. Owls, yeah. Not, yeah. not all owls are wise. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps going, "Who? Who?" Well, you know them. You know. You know. So who? It's very. You know. I don't know who does those commercials because some of them
1: are very funny.
6: I think it is Geico. Well, Geico does that one, but who do are hired? Do you don't you know have no
1: idea? I'm sure they Wait, have, have, have a large advertising. I don't know. I'm sure they have a large team of writers. Yeah, well, probably some because of it's Geico not commercials, like they're all famous. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know anything about advertising. It was
0: Art Art Carney's <laughs> son that did the Geico commercials there for a while. But the trust and all that, you remember him? That was Art Carney's kid. Oh,
2: yeah. oh
3: really?
0: Yeah, it uh, was it was Art, Carney's. Art
3: Carney.
2: Odd Connie.
3: Odd Connie. Oh,
0: Gilbert's here. Now all the trouble's going to start.
3: Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, I g- didn't know he was actually coming in.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, Gilbert.
2: Yeah. We're going last... to we're have to switch off because I have to go meet somebody.
0: Well, you want to sit with him for five minutes. I'll sit
2: with him for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for a minute. I know you, you, you. I think it was great that, as I said, I had no idea you were coming. So when you walked in, it was like a nice surprise, a wonderful surprise. and uh,
2: The last Gilbert and I... As I'll tell him when he came. Well, you want to bring him in? Yeah, let's. And we just
0: ask him to come in? We'll get him a, we'll get him a chair and a microphone. And
3: can I order pizza?
0: Yeah, order whatever you want for everybody. Yeah, I would.
3: Does anybody want? I would. <clears throat> pizza. What? Sure. what? What kind?
0: Was it? Well, yeah. Dana's got to get Doesn't going. Matter. That was the only Doesn't problem.
1: Matter. Anchovies. Want he pizza? went to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> he'll be back. <laughs> he likes to anchovies bathroom. too. Anchovies. True story. I like anchovies, Dana. anchovies. unless they're not. Like good high quality, yeah. in which case they kind of like You
4: like the white ones in the can? Oh, the white ones, the white anchovies. You oh, the
0: discussing so good. anchovies. Oh.
4: Oh. oh, nothing better.
1: Oh, I mean, it depends.
2: The on favorite the pizza topping of feral cats. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, oddly enough, my cat does not like fish. Are you sure? Wow, but he does like chicken and you know. Well, the cats eat nothing but meat, right? Yes, they're obligate carnivores. Obligate carnivores. Exactly, because otherwise they don't have enough taurine in there. Are you die. going? Oh yeah. Oh God! You know she goes to
0: every. Are you going to the game on Sunday? I assume. Yes.
3: yes this I'm going to cry. Are this you not going to, to
0: cry?
1: Dad's house. I'm
0: cry.
3: Yes. Tonight. This is oh, that's tomorrow. Brutal,
2: yeah.
1: yeah that's, oh, so. I thought when he said "Are you going?" he meant now.
0: Oh no! Leaving? No. no. Uh, going to the game tomorrow. I don't know. No, JB, you've been around oh. the athletics your entire life. Do you think that
1: is it best for for Adrian Peterson to play?
0: He's
3: playing.
1: He, well, but the,
0: the child
3: has died playing. now.
1: He said, actually, he said in after. that news thing that I found that that's his way of coping. Is just well,
0: that's life. what athletes do, and that's what yes. some people might think. Oh, God, he can't possibly play, but athletes of that caliber, it's the best thing they can do. They can
6: it? do it's the best thing they can do because it's. It's their routine. Yeah, it's, it's when you're that highly trained,
1: yeah. you're not thinking; you're just doing because right. you know yeah. how yeah. to do it. I suppose that's so. It's a way to offs, shut off your yeah, brain off and just you know. And do he will do.
6: probably be in such a zone on yeah. Sunday that yeah. I wouldn't want mm-hmm. to tackle him. Oh God, no! That's oh, what,
2: I don't envision him playing. Really? He said he's playing. Well, he said he is playing. Jesus.
3: Yeah, Dan said that he's going to have like the game of his life he's so. going to be playing for baby. his son. If they have a moment of silence, which they will, I'll oh, start crying. God. I'm going to oh, cry. God. Oh, God. I'm going to be a mess. I'd cry. He, I'm going to be crying. He
6: will either have a great game or he'll be a complete fumble mess. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. 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 if he yeah. starts thinking.
0: Was, it, was his, son, his son's name Adrian as well?
3: I oh. think it was Adrian I think his Jr. son's name was Adrian, yeah. yeah. it's. The pictures. Did you see the pictures that came yes, out with him Jesus. when he was at training?
0: I don't want to hear. I don't even want to oh, hear about so it. Cute. To change the subject quickly, Dana, are you yes. uh, are you a football fan? No, not at all. <laughs> are you a sports fan at all.
2: No.
8: See, Andy
0: read that, and you immediately see when you walked in <laughs> and sat down, Andy. It's hilarious. You ask him about sports, he has no clue. Doesn't no. care about sports at all. But he I cares about no. gags. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but JB does black football pick every Friday mm-hmm. night. He will pick his NFL game of the week. And in order for him to pick the team, they either have to have a black head coach, a black quarterback, or black uniforms. Okay. That's just how it is with black football. Players.
3: Well, sometimes it's three navy year. We- well, no. You know what's the problem?
0: Sometimes. Three weeks ago, he picked the Chicago Bears, who actually don't have black uniforms. No. They're very dark blue. Mm-hmm. And Don Shelby, who usually sits there, the 32-year anchor, 33-year anchor on the news, called him an Uncle Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Because they have a white quarterback, a white head coach, and very dark blue
3: uniforms. <laughs> Good Lord.
0: Do you have your team in mind already?
6: Yes, I think I do.
0: Are the Carolina Panthers, are, the, are those black Panthers? Yes. Well, yeah, they the are Panthers black. Panthers, black. Panthers are black. Mm-hmm. All Panthers are black? Yep. Except yes. the pink one.
2: The pink yes, one, yeah, exactly that's
0: exactly right. That's true. Okay, here comes that. trouble. Oh, no. Here comes trouble, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Hi, <laughs> hey, Gilbert. Hey, how are you?
0: <laughs> Good to see you. Gilbert, how are you?
8: I, I just stopped in. I was in the building. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> if you sit down. Right. See you right. later. Did
0: you like the bathroom facilities? Yes,
8: it's you, you fun, liked them fun, a
0: lot. Uh, Dana can only stay for a couple of minutes, but he just wanted to say hello to you. Uh, whoever that is, will okay, have. He told me.
2: He told me that you told him. Uh-oh. That, uh oh. That. Andy Griffith and Francis uh, Bavier didn't like each other. That's
8: what I heard. I, li- <laughs> I,
2: I that, love that. The
8: two of them hated each other. That's
2: the greatest. Right. Yeah. I just, oh, if I have to do another scene with that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard.
8: And then they they did years later, a TV movie called "Back to Mayberry" or something. And um, I think they called her. I don't know if they called her or didn't. In either way, they still hated each other after all those years. And and they they had a scene then where Andy is standing in front of Aunt B's grave. She was still alive <laughs> at the time. And, That's fabulous. Uh, That's yeah. And and they even had like a really bad impersonator as the voice that he remembers oh. of her, Good, "Indy, brush your teeth," <laughs> and, and while he's standing over the grave. It was it was as big an insult as you could.
2: Uh, and then he just like they would stay on him, but you just hear a zipper and water pouring. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gilbert, do you need a set of headphones? Uh, we got yeah, to do it with a set of yeah, headphones. Yeah, it,
8: it hasn't, yeah, because the whole show is off without the earphones <laughs> Well, I just on. wanted yeah. to make sure we you were coming. cans. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dana,
0: um, when Gilbert was on, on the KQ morning show on Monday, it was somehow brought up that Nancy Culp had died. She did the KQ morning show, and then oh, really? about an hour later, she died. So, Ooh. Gilbert had to point out that every person he had talked to for the past, I believe it's fifteen years, uh, he pointed out that Amy Winehouse was on the kicking. He goes, you know, speaking of that, Tom, the last
2: time I talked to Freddie (laughs) Briggs. It is funny Ellen DeGeneres has started to get very Nancy Culp-like. Yeah. Oh, yes. She's really... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if she's taking quiet testosterone. <laughs> she's getting very lady golfer. Oh, That's man. very true.
0: Now, you uh, too. it should be pointed out for uh, some people who maybe have not seen the film... Uh, Which uh, Gilbert did feature on his uh, what was it? Is it uh, TNT? Was it or is it Turner Classic Movies? You snuck it on there when you were you were picking movies for the week.
8: Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm later on this month. It's later on the thirtieth. I'll be on TCM,
0: TCM, and Aristocrats will be on there.
8: Uh, well, just uh, the classic moment. <laughs> it's, it's, people are studying it now. Uh, you know, before it just looked like uh, filth, but now it's, it's people study it. It's mm. looking... Film students. Sure, absolutely. There, there are special uh, narrations by Scorsese. Sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Now, you two, I, I think we're probably the two biggest stars in it.
2: Oh, I would, I would say Gilbert uh, and everyone else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was Gilbert and everyone else. Although
2: I did, I was very quickly, I was, I was in a grocery store with my daughter, my oldest daughter, who was then about two years old. And uh, this guy goes, hey, hey, you were, you're in the Aristocrats. And I go, yes, I am. I am. He goes, oh, I, we just watched that. That's amazing. I'm like, oh, thank you, you're very nice, thank you. And he goes, honey, honey, this is the guy from the movie that we we watched. And this woman turns to me and she goes, I didn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally said, I'm not lying, I was like, I'm with a child. <laughs> Don't attack me, I'm with a baby.
0: I didn't care for it. <laughs> yeah. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes.
5: Choking. Choking. I like 'em big. I like 'em chunky. I like 'em big. I like 'em plumpy. I like 'em round.
2: With something, something. So they like Which part didn't you care for? Yeah, I thought I loved Gilbert. I, I, here's my favorite part. Gilbert's part. Rob Schneider trying and failing to upstage Gilbert during Gilbert's part by fake over laughing <laughs> and, and and George Carlin's part. <laughs> Rob desperately literally rolls around on the chair because he didn't have the balls to just shout look at me. <laughs> Tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> Tell me where I'm wrong.
0: Unbelievable.
2: And and Carlin when he started to talk about it, I like to do a lot of shit, but I like to have it viscous. <laughs> I like it to be liquidy. <laughs> <laughs> it all works. So beautiful.
0: This is one of the great crossovers in the history of uh, digital radio. I'll tell you that <laughs> Dana Gould and, the, and Gilbert Gottfried. I mean, my God!
2: Of all the comedians that are in town this weekend, yes, <laughs> Gilbert and I are the are, are the only ones that can talk about Dwight Fry at length. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it all
0: started yesterday. Tim Young is he's at the House of Comedy. I don't know. Do you guys know Tim Young?
2: I, I don't, uh, no. but that doesn't mean anything bad.
0: Yeah. No, no, not at all. But he, uh, for some reason, I don't know, but he walked in the room and he, he looked at me and he had this look of terror on his face. I mean, I, when he remember when he walked yeah. in and he just had this look of terror? And he somehow thought that 20 years ago, I told him to go fuck himself or something. And he said it was the worst radio interview I ever did. And I, I said, what? Well, it wasn't me. <laughs> he goes, it was on the KQR's morning show. I said, I don't care. I wasn't there. It wasn't me. Because he said the guy said to him, they started the interview with, so what kind of comedy do you do? Oh. It's not something that I'm going to say now. No. <laughs> it's not my kind of deal. <laughs> but so my week has been rather interesting, you know. Uh, a lot of comics, like Craig Fergus is in town uh, this weekend, and. I mean, you've got a lot of people in town well, this weekend.
2: You, where is Craig Ferguson? He's at the Let's mystic- plug the other comics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no.
0: You <laughs> guys are all sold it's out You're certainly not at Acme where I am, where yeah. Gilbert is. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, it's uh, you know, it's an in- interesting
2: But story. Craig makes the audience watch him the way he is on TV. They are actually above him with a fisheye lens. Oh, yes, so They have to watch him the way he does it.
0: <laughs> does he bring the robot with him?
2: Oh, Good lord.
8: I, uh, see, I never... Oh, before I forget. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, what? What's his name? Um, uh, Lindsay, uh who played Goober. George Lindsey. George Lindsey. George George I heard that George Lindsay if he's alive now, I don't think he is. I don't is. think he is. Man. No. Let's that, hope not. Yeah, <laughs> George <laughs> Lindsay till his dying day, <laughs> was sorry that he didn't play Goober. Uh, I know Gomer. Gomer, Gomer, he, Gomer, into, he, Gomer. The he wanted to play Gomer. I had supposed to go <laughs> <laughs> that's not they, true. Uh, no, I read that somewhere. That that's true. That, that he wanted was to play the great Gomer. role. He missed out on, <laughs> that. He, that they gave him Goober
2: instead of. Yes, yeah. uh, The other day I was in a record store and I found his his album Goober Sings and. I, <laughs> but Jim Na- again, Jim Neighbors was the famous singer. He was yeah. a singer, but he sang in that crazy basso profundo, like, and
8: and it was that kind of singing where. If you really listened to it, you'd go, he's not a good singer. No, <laughs> no. But when he goes from laugh to all of a sudden, you know, when he does a deep voice, you go, oh, my God, that's
2: brilliant. It's like, it's like a dancing bear. No, yeah, yeah. No dancing
8: dance. bear is a good
2: dance. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bear, and it's dancing.
8: And there was another one like that around that same time. And that was Frank Fontaine. Frankie oh, Fontaine,
2: yeah. yeah. Now, Jackie do you know Gleason. Drew Friedman? Oh yes, yes. Okay. I, I, we were talking about this very recently. <laughs> that Frankie Fontaine could not do his act today. Oh
8: well, because he's, a- he's he's a drunk and, and he's retarded. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way you can do that. You go, well, what's
0: your answer for? What the hell are you doing? <laughs>
8: <laughs> Get the hell off this! You can do. <laughs> and, and I think his the character did have AIDS. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> Don't give us the hymn again, Songbird. Hell yeah, Mr. Wilson. Frankie Fox. He fun was made day. of
6: AIDS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
8: That was his song album, Made of (laughs) Aze. Greatest Hits.
2: Greatest Hits, Made of Aze, by Frankie Fontaine. (laughs) It became famous because Sinatra covered one song. (laughs) made
6: of AIDS. High of
2: AIDS,
8: Joe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're going to tell us about your AIDS song, Bird? <laughs> hey, Joe. <laughs> that was Wee Little T-Cell. What's the name of that song? <laughs> Wee Little oh, T-Cell. Oh, man. <laughs>
8: Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Why did not you sing it for us,
8: crazy? <laughs> crazy Guggenheim.
5: We need a tea town in my
0: blood.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: so good. <clears throat>
0: Crazy <laughs> Guggenheim, you ah,
2: couldn't do Crazy Guggenheim.
0: Too. No. Oh. No, you probably couldn't even do Foster Brooks anymore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and he
0: wouldn't even. As good. No,
2: Foster Brooks, I don't think you could do Foster Brooks either.
0: Probably um, not. That's so funny. Jack, The Jackie Gleason show, It was Joe, he was Joe the bartender, right? Jackie was.
2: Right, and he was. And then Crazy <laughs> Guggenheim. Didn't he call him Songbird, too? Songbird, oh, like, oh, yeah. Songbird. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Songbird. Did as a song, Songbird? <laughs>
0: Sing us a song, Song. Well, all these
2: things you just, there's no way you could do them nowadays. <laughs> Frankie Bonte would be out of a job.
0: Do the do the impression just one more time, if you would, Dana, because...
2: <laughs> it was just a spaz, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I don't even know, like, how... I mean, he was a normal... Well, you know, he it's the same as... Um, he was like getting so down to the nuclear rods of comedy. Uh, he, was like, he was like Doodles Weaver. It's like, oh yes, Doodles you know, yes. Weaver, yes. Like, yeah. Doodles, if I could, if I could call him. That. Yes. <laughs> well, you <laughs> was, know him. Was an adult. He was, he was an adult man and, and uh, you know, adult guy. And he says, you know, I think, you know, what I think I'm going to do for a living is uh, I'm just going to put on a crazy suit. <laughs> <laughs> really? really you know, like, I got to put food on the table. I don't know what else to do. I have a job offer. I have a job offer at Rand Corporation, but I think I'm going to go with the retarded guy in a crazy suit. It was
0: bizarre, though. And Doodles
2: because... uh, committed suicide too. Right, yeah. I even I love. The,
8: the, 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 yeah, he he shone himself. The timeless
2: <laughs> combination of fake
8: paths and tragedy. Because one day he woke up and said, "Oh shit, I'm doing <laughs> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> then there's no alternative. Yeah, there's nowhere no to go.
1: Yeah,
2: that. That's oh. true. <laughs> Speaking of suicide, yes, <laughs> I heard today that Ariel Castro. Might have died from autoerotic asphyxiation, right. not suicide. Right, because they found that he's... Oh, but pant- they left out the fact that when they found him, his pants were off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, like that's. I'm just gonna take my balls out and kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get a
0: little air out the nuts and. Yeah.
2: Because I did think, like, there's a guy who can dish it out and can't take it. Exactly. Yes. You know, you keep people imprisoned for 10 years. You can go four days. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's a good point.
8: Now, this leads us to uh, to actor Albert Decker. Oh, yes. Yes. Dr. Cyclops. Yes. Albert Decker, mm-hmm. he died. Uh, they found him hanging in his bathroom naked. Uh, uh, handcuffed and gagged. I'm not sure about the handcuff, maybe, but he was gagged <laughs> and he had obscene drawings and words all over his body, written in lipstick and needles in both arms. And they, uh, the police examined this and ruled it as a suicide. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. It was, the, I think it's the, the most
2: deranged death
8: in Showbiz yeah. uh, history.
2: Yeah, well, that's like, well, he was so depressed. I guess the strain of selling drugs in an area where the mafia was also selling drugs had got to them. He decided to tie himself to a chair and shoot himself seven times in the back. Um Not a suicide, but a great story. Spencer Tracy, uh, he would go, like, he would time his drinking binges. Right. And he would, like, get, like, a suitcase full of vodka and check into a hotel in New York, strip down, get in the tub, and just drink for, like, a a five-day bender. And he would be in the tub because he would just piss when he would have to piss.
0: (laughs) I thought that was Montgomery Clift. That was his deal, too, wasn't it? It might
2: be. I know. Spencer Tracy liked... Montgomery Clip liked to have Spencer Tracy piss on him during... <laughs> <his Spencer laughs> Tracy <talk to> him. <laughs> Which brings us to James Dean, the human ashtray. Oh, yes. Oh, there you go. Who uh, was friends with Vampira, who I knew... And I have a photo of her with Doodles Weaver. (laughs) (laughs) The universe is now complete. Show business is now over. (laughs) I heard
8: Cesar Romero. Yes. (laughs) The Joker. I'm listening. Who, shockingly, years later, we found out was gay. No. Uh, and uh
2: Cesar Romero and it was it was revealed in his biography A Tsunami of Dicks
0: <laughs> Great title great title <laughs>
8: No, that was actually George (laughs) Takai.
0: Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK.
1: Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Tom Bernard here and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a
4: customer near where I grew up. North Minneapolis, they were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long term plans. So he met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner, they hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business.
0: Why not bank with MyBanker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
6: Tsunami of dick. <laughs> okay, Cesar Romero. Cesar oh, Romero. So Caesar
8: Cesar Romero. Romero used to like. to, <laughs> <laughs> okay. to pull his, <laughs> He used to like to pull his pants and underwear down. <laughs> <laughs> and and have these young guys who he hired or just like doing it. <laughs> this is throw, right. throw like um oranges at his ass. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. And, and,
0: like when you realize
8: <laughs> This is something you're into. <laughs> I don't know. How do you figure that out? Like <laughs> just one day you're going, "Hey, I'd like to have an orange thrown at my <laughs>
6: head." The first, the first Batman must have been interested between Cesar Romero and Adam West, Adam West, uh, Vincent so. Price. Yeah, oh. <laughs> You know, it's easy. You really should have them pelt your ass with orange. <laughs> and uh, Frank, Vincent? Frank Gorshin the as, most... the, as the Riddler.
2: Frank Gorshin. I had a, I had the weirdest dinner of my career. <laughs> I was with my friend Rob Cohen. We were at Dan Tana's in Beverly Hills. And Conan O'Brien was there. And we know Conan. So we're sitting with Conan O'Brien. And we're having dinner. And then... Frank Gorshin comes in with his agent, this guy, Fred Westerbrook, who represents, like, Adam West and Frank Gorshin and, and like, all the autograph show crew. Oh, uh, okay. Tracy Lords, that pe- that group. So we're all me and Frank Gorshin. And and then this old guy that's just sitting at this other table comes over and just goes, Frank. He goes, yeah. The guy goes, Glenn Larson. Who, like, produced, like, Rockford Files and all this oh, stuff. Like, and, so, and it was just this crazy multi-generational uh, group. And we're, we're just talking, and I said to Frank Gorshin, his heart, and literally he had to get up every three minutes to smoke. Yes. Like he oh, had to yeah. smoke every, and I said, um, he was the John Cougar Mellencamp of his day. He <laughs> <laughs> was Frank Cougar Gorshin for a long time. But I said to him, I said... You know, I, I have to tell you, Mr. that like, when I was a kid watching Batman, you were the only villain that I was afraid of. Like, I actually thought that you might actually hurt Batman. And he's like, well, oh, I'm an actor. <laughs> go fuck myself <laughs> what?
6: she's trying to be nice <laughs> we had him in studio that one time yes yeah, he did. and the man chains you yeah. know in minnesota there's no smoking indoors the man chain smoked the whole time he was on he air. yeah yeah
0: he Shoot. did indeed
6: like john Schwarzwelder, actually <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah john john can't not smoke
8: huh
2: Right, yeah. So as as
8: an actor, he studied with Lee Strasberg. (laughs) And that's how he developed that, hey, Batman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Takes a lot of ability. But he felt it. Yes. (laughs) People forget that Cliff Robertson was also a villain on Batman. He was Shane. Oh. I didn't remember that. Yes, Yes. I just remember the line of dialogue, just like a photo in my mind of, Shane had to get – they figured out that the way Shane always wins is that he gets his opponents angry and they lose their cool. And so Shane was trying to get Batman angry and Batman was ready for it. And I just remember – I just – I don't know why this is in my mind. But he goes, hey, Batman, your mother wears army boots. Batman goes, yes. As I recall, she found them quite comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't let Shane. He wouldn't let Shane get to him. Uh, Adam West is a great, great dude. He's unbelievable. He's such a great guy.
0: And he's just a laid back guy too. I mean, he just really is in real life, just laid back.
2: Mm-hmm. He knows he's he knows he's Adam West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean, a big hurdle.
0: <laughs> now, as an example, Gilbert, we've had Adam West on, and he's still alive.
2: Oh, that's right. Um, he, he broke the The uh, Day is young.
8: <laughs> 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 so the day is still but young. Old, everyone who ever played a villain on Batman yeah. has been I, on your show. I, I love my favorite. <laughs> They're
0: all dead. My favorite one was
8: on the Tom Bernard
0: show. George Reeves. <laughs> <laughs>
2: When shot <laughs> we have Sal Mineo via satellite. <laughs> and a young kid from a new show called Glee. <laughs> <laughs> Cory
8: oh, yeah
2: when, when Adam West was on The Simpsons, it was right when uh, Burt Ward had written that book, Back to the Bat Cave, where I guess he told some... He was talking out of oh, school. Oh, that they
8: was constantly
2: orgies yeah. going on. Oh, and, really? And Adam West goes... <clears throat> You know, I have to say, the hubris in writing that book, the hubris. <laughs> 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 he was, But he was so great. We said at one point we said uh, it was a flashback like when Krusty was a villain on Batman and Adam yeah. voiced Batman. And we said, uh, Adam, we just need you to do some wild groans and grunts mm. like you're, you're struggling in vain. Yeah. And he went – we didn't give it to him. He did it. Yeah. He just went, okay. And he goes struggling in vain. That's it. Thank you very wow, much.
5: Wow.
8: Yeah,
2: that was a beautiful. That was a beautiful moment.
8: And then I heard that Adam West, according to the story I heard, it had, If it's not true, it, it's true. <laughs> no, it's one of those. That Adam West and Frank Gorshin. Once went to an orgy together, and during the orgy, they were at first they were self conscious, and then they were getting into it and getting more and more drunk, and they started to do Batman and the Riddler.
2: I believe that one thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You for, and it's because you forget these guys are a friend; like they just go hang out. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, they're just Frank. Let's let's get some steaks and maybe go to an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> it was the '60s. It was L.A. Think you they were well friends with now. Bob Crane. Oh, oh God. Bob. where all the orgies were.
0: You know, he's the only one that was found with his head in the toilet after he was on the Tom Bernard show. <laughs> I just want to point that out. He didn't even have to kill himself; somebody yeah. else did it for him. That
2: was like when when I saw the movie Autofocus, and there was that scene wow. where he's having a fantasy where he's talking to Clink, and the guy playing Clink is feeling up this woman's breasts while they're talking in some <laughs> Bob Crane boner induced fever dream. And it was one of the, I had this It was written. <clears throat> I was like, I'm sitting there going, I cannot believe I'm in a movie theater watching a movie... About Bob Crane's sexual fantasies, <laughs> where a guy who's dressed like Link is peeling up a woman. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What is? How did this stuff that only I thought was funny become a movie?" <laughs> you know
0: what I love, Gilbert is Dana had to go like a half an hour ago.
2: I know, but it's hard to pry myself
0: away. I can understand. That's the great part about it. He's you in there. It's just. It's wonderful. Who to watch. can you
2: riff about High Averback with? <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just me and Pendulette. Yeah, if you just ask people. They... <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus. He's, he's just waiting for you to recognize him. You don't have to go looking. People who think Everback is funny, they're in your heart. Ron Polillo, another very famous Ron, guest. Oh,
0: Ron. Of the show. Yes, it, you know, he had the nose job. He
2: looks. <laughs> uh, now, He's so he's not Anthony Weiner. He's,
8: he's a different he's person. He's dead, actually. Right. They well, didn't I, I loved when he died, and they did my favorite part. I yeah. loved when he died. I loved when he died. I loved when, I love I loved when Ron Polillo died. Certain things make me smile. puppies, A <laughs> <laughs> walk on a summer day, yeah. and the death of Ron Polillo.
2: <laughs> we'll <laughs> be right <red. laughs> back. So you you love when he dies. So
8: when he dies. <laughs> and my favorite part of award shows is the uh, in in my remembrance. Right, so. Which they call? An award show jargon?
2: Memorium? The Necronomy Package. Oh,
8: oh excellent. I know, it couldn't be better. Yeah. So with Ron Palillo and Robin Hedges died the same year yeah so they just showed one clip <laughs>
2: got two for they yeah they it two saved for time they just had one clip from welcome back carter and they said okay <laughs> that's right when ernest borgnine died they were all thinking if tim conway is going to die this is the <laughs> year
0: <laughs> i gonna lock them in Lock him in. That would be
2: so great. <laughs> when, who, was the kid that, who was the kid that died on Glee? What's his name?
0: Cory Monty
2: Cory Monteith died, and they did a special extra super, superpower Necronomy salute to him at the Emmys. <laughs> and Jack Klugman's daughter got pissed off. Oh, yes. Because he did a lot more, which is un- yes. inarguable, yes. Or unarguable, whatever yeah. the word is. But it's, just like, it's like, hey, my father's more dead than yeah. he is. <laughs>
0: We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.